um, while you're getting ready, uh, yield uh, is the rent off the property per annum uh, over the um, value of the property. And that will create a percentage and that is your yield. Um, so yield is, it's, uh, it's, I've got a fire truck behind me just because I'm in the car park of Westfields. I would never be driving while I'm talking, but in the car park of Westfields, there's a fire engine. Um, so yield. Michael, give us examples of some really good yielding stuff and some really bad yielding stuff. Yeah, so typically uh, in commercial property, we, we tend to have a stronger yield. So uh, typically a yield in a commercial property would be, you'd be expecting uh, about six to 7% for a, say a strata shop. So great indica indication, um, we've got a laundry mat for sale at the moment in Collaroy. And that has a, um, that's got a purchase price of around 430,000 with yep. a net return of 28,000 a year. Uh, the tenant pays the outgoing. So the gross income, the total rent paid is 32,000 a year. So if we work that out on a yield, uh, I think that's just like on a net rent, that's about 6.5%, which is quite typical for a commercial property. So, um, so six, six, now so I'll scratch my head. So oh. six, uh, six point, um, 6.2%. Now, if you're borrowing your money at 3%, um, if you're borrowing your money at 3%, that almost means that you're going to be profiting 3.4% 3, 3 um, because that, that yield you quoted covers, when you say people say net yield, what does that mean? Yes. So there's two type of lease structures. So you've got a gross lease, which let's say if this was a gross lease, it would be 32,000. The tenant pays the exact same per week and the out and the outgoings like strata water council are paid by the landlord separately invoice the tenant never has to worry about them um, but then if you have a net lease there is the rental component and then the, the tenant will pay the outgoings as well on top so per week on that let's say it's well per year it's twenty eight thousand. but then every quarter when council comes it will go to the tenant not the owner and they pay that bill so there's two different structures. So the net, basically at the end of the day, if you're a landlord, all you worry about is the net figure. It doesn't matter if you're out, if you're getting a hundred grand a year rent, if your outgoings are 90,000. So it's really important to know the difference between the, the rent coming in and the net what's left over. Okay. Now with, with uh, yield uh, and with net, I, I sometimes hear uh, double net or triple net. Uh, what's the uh, yield? What the hell does that mean? Morning, Amal. I've got my comments. Okay, we're good. Yes. So I think over the time, there used to really only be one phrase for net, and that was all the outgoings paid by the tenant. And then it's sort of been watered down, marketed differently. So we've got net, which will most likely just be your strata. Net yield. Yeah, net yep. yield. And that will mean there's rent and the tenant probably pays strata and council. Basics. Then you'll get the phrase, yeah, basics and maybe water. And then you've got like a double net, which will be council, water, strata, maybe land tax or some insurance, uh, fire safety if it needs it. Um, that will so probably the, be the tenant is paying for the landlord what the landlord would normally pay for. 
Yeah, that's so if you're, correct. So right. the easiest way to think about it, if you're a residential landlord, think of all the bills you pay, the tenant will pay that for commercial in most cases. And then you've yeah. got a triple, but then it goes even one oh. step further. Triple, oh. triple. Wow. <laughs> triple. Triple net. Triple. I want triple net. I and want triple. Triple, triple. So yep. where this goes that they'll pay, the tenant will pay your land tax, but uh, your waste removal. But a big one is agent fees as well. Even though we're, we're very inexpensive for the value we offer, there are costs there that it could be four, five, six percent in management fees. The tenant will either, even pay that. Now, and, what they're, type of and they're starting to look after the structure as well. So uh, service stations, uh, Woolworths supermarkets, Aldi supermarkets, these guys are on triple net structures. Uh, so they will actually look after the building. They'll refurb electrical, plumbing, aircon, every single aspect of that building. They will build, they'll often build an entire new structure. So yeah, we um, down in, um, on the corner of Ringer Road and Pitbull Road, Nissan, they built a new building on the land. They don't even own the land. So um, why do tenants do it this way? I reckon it could also, I reckon it's almost like, having the benefits of maybe a tax deduction or expenses on top of rent without having to own the land. I think that's because I, we generally see it's the big, big companies that favor this structure as well. And, um, and it seems like they're so vested into their business. They also want to control that. So they want to control yes. that structure. They don't have to, they don't want to go to the landlord and say, Hey, we can, we need to expand our loading dock. Um, they, they actually, Obviously, they're still going to need some sort of permission, but couldn't win the triple net lease. The landlord's like, hey, eat your heart out. I'm, I'm pretty just renting you the land. You do what you want. But the triple net leases are very long, aren't they, Michael? They're normally yeah. 20 plus 20. They're, they're big, sturdy businesses, big, sturdy properties. 100%. And uh, I think McDonald's. So that's, um, that's yield. And then, so it also a great thing with that. Where else we want to go? So where? So, so with so with so with just to just to reiterate, guys, we're talking about yield and capital growth this morning. The terminology and what the terminology means. And so, just to conclude on that yield bit before we move on to the capital growth piece, the uh, so it's the annual rent um, over the value of the property. Correct. Okay, so it's the the, the annual rent divided by the value of the property that creates a percentage that percentage is the is your your yearly return and we yep. call that we call that in property we call that a yield and there's different fashions of uh, levels of yield there's your <clears throat> there's your net there's your double net yep. and there's your triple net depending on how how much of the landlord's cost your tenant is paying is that grading of net Double net, triple you know, net. I think I'll add on that, Mark, and just um, because one thing I um, I had a really savvy investor, uh, a client of mine, make a comment on. So he bought a factory for, let's just say, five hundred thousand five years ago, and we had we got it for lease at the moment. We had a deal, and at the moment the factory market is the rents are a little bit lower, so the yield's not there. And he made a comment going, that's like a 4% return on my investment. That's crap. And I was like, hang on. Yeah, but you bought it. And now it's worth, say, 900000 for example. 
And I'm like, yeah, but you bought it for 500 grand. It's, that's a 10% return. That's great. Let's get a tenant in there. So I think- the- Ah, that's a really good point. Yeah. So when you, when you refer to yield, do you refer to what you purchased the property for? So rent per annum over what you purchased it for? Or when you refer to yield, do you refer to the current value of the property? So the rent over the current value of the property? Because in 20 years, the property could property value could double twice. So do yeah. you use... Your, so when, when you're referring to it, you're, you're saying this is giving me a blah, blah return on my money. That yep. would be from when you purchased it. When you say it's a return on current market value, that would be your, the assessment of the value of the property with the rent, the current rent. So yep. what, when you talk about yield, what do you normally talk about? Well, a lot of the time it's current because you're trying to sell the property. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. Where an owner, if, if you're looking to buy something at the moment, you're only looking at the, because well, you work on the yield on what you're going to pay for it. So if it's a million dollars and it's generating 50 grand income, it's 5%. But the, the shift of let's, I think where this can help a lot of people watching is you've got property in your portfolio. Sometimes you cannot be getting the most out of your asset because you're like, well, I bought it for 500 grand and it's generating 50. But let's say it's, I think there needs to be the real savvy uh, investors are getting what it would be today. So they would relook at what it, what that property is worth. And if it's now worth a million, they will relook at the rental price and it will be irrelevant what they paid for it. So they still are chasing those returns now. And if they're not, and that asset class may not be giving those returns, like because let's say the, 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 rent, the vacancy is high, then they may look to sell that asset and buy something that is yielding better. Because even though they got it for half a million dollars, if it's worth a million, they could go buy something else for a million dollars and get 7% on it rather than leaving it in that asset and only getting 4%. So I think the real savvy investors, they're honest with themselves and they don't justify an investment by saying, well, I bought it for 500, now I'm getting 10%. But it's not, it's not how they look at it. They're going, it's worth a million now. I still want my 6% on that money. Otherwise, I'll go buy something else. So I think anyone who's got a property at the moment or a commercial property, don't look at what you bought it for. Look at what it's worth today and look at the rent you're getting and see if it's still a good investment today because it may not be uh, it may have may not be a good investment today that it was five years ago, and you may need a restructure. So, are you are you okay if we leave capital growth to um, tomorrow's morning minutes? Because there's a bit more to chat about on this yield. Yeah, it's true. Where would it be? I think so. It, it's yeah. a pretty big topic. It's rather than squeezing capital growth, capital growth deserves more. Um, so, with with yield, um, something also. A great conversation I had with a client yesterday is they came into the office to, to get some advice on super. Yep. They wanted to they wanted to buy a property on super and uh, in super. And their question to me was, Do you reckon we should super? Their question to me was, Do you think we should buy a residential property? So case study, they had five hundred K cash in their super, uh, fifty years of age. Uh, mature age, you know, 65, 70, I think, depending on how it's going to change over the years. Um, and they said, what do you reckon? What should I do? And it was interesting because we are talking about yield here in this conversation. 
I said, look, guys, you've really got to be careful because you can actually gear your super so you can actually borrow money on your super. Mm. So I said, two, two philosophies. Um, I said, if you buy a high-yielding commercial property, um, it may be a good idea because I said, it's all well and good to set up this purchase, but I urge you to think about your second purchase. Not now, but the way you actually purchase this property is really important for how it's going to propel you into your next super property because they had a lot of money in super, yeah? yeah. So they're like, what do you mean? I said, well, you might, it's, maybe it's better to go a high-yielding commercial property today because you can actually spend, you can use that money to cash flow your second property. But with capital growth, get this, none of us have thought about this much in the commercial sector. With capital growth, you can't use it to leverage another property. Yeah. So if, if you want to use your money on your second property or on your third property to propel you faster, it's better to chase yield than to chase capital growth. You with me? Yep. So, you know, I said, in that case, if you buy a residential, you may get a 3% return yield. That's your per annum. But your capital growth is going to be wonderful. Mm. But you can't, they can't, I said, you're not going to be able to spend that capital growth for 20 years. But I said, if you get a high yielding property, instead of a 3%, 4% residential, you get a 7 or 8% commercial, you can spend that money on investing straight away. And they're like, shit, I actually never thought of that. I never thought of that angle. So I said, your money, so quite simply, your money is locked up to reinvest when it's capital growth, but your money is not locked up to reinvest when it's yield. So once this property is paid off, that they're going to buy, that's commercial, they've got a beautiful high yielding property uh, cash flow per year and that you can they can attribute that cash flow they can't go and spend it but they can attribute that cash flow to purchase the next property which is going to pay down the next property two or three times faster so yield is really important in super and i always have the like view on super when advisor like it's a time to be selfish for those like you're 65 you've worked hard you bought you invested be selfish. You need money now to reinvest, to live. It's the reality is you're not necessarily playing the long game. So that's the difference between that capital growth. Cause I say to clients going, what would you rather you buy an asset? You, it may cost you, if you buy say residential, it may cost you money each week. And the reality is in five or 10 years, you don't know where you'll be if, even if you're alive. So you want to enjoy it now. Well, let's face it, they, like, that's sort of where it is. So I was like, would you rather put it in an asset which is going to bring you more money each week, which then you can go on a cruise, you can do that or reinvest into property. You've got to, I think that's the super is the time to be selfish with that investment, um, especially because a lot of the comments, like especially when I get the call from the, uh, some, the people who are looking to buy in their super and they're a bit older, if I, I tell them, anything else which oh it's under rented now but in a couple of years the rent will double and a bit this he goes i won't be alive then i just want something to give me the return now so i can enjoy it so i think there's that, that view on super as well uh with those investments what can put more money in your pocket now rather than it doubling in value and you're not even here to enjoy it 
Hello, Mrs. Novak. How are you? She's joined us. Facebook. Good morning, Mrs. Novak. So, um, so yield, 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 yield. That's yep. what yield is. That's how you can um, invest in your yield uh, for property. So yield is is rent, but it's technically rent over the value of the property. And you can have a yield, which is the worth of the property yield, what it's yep. worth, your rent over what its property is worth. And you can have a yield, which is uh, rent over what you purchased the property for. Um, but very, very interesting. Um, have we got any questions, comments, or, uh, or statements, or anything verge that you want to make? No, I think um, I think that's a big one though. Using that, looking at your yield v today's value v what you bought it for. I think a lot of people can say lie to themselves, thinking it's still a good investment by looking at what they bought it for. Um, because yep. let's face, a lot of properties, if you bought it five, ten, fifteen years ago. You probably have, you probably are doing well, but are you doing as well as it could be? So I think that's a really, really good one. And it's, it's very easy to get an agent in, um, very easy to get a real estate agent to tell you that value and make sure your rent's up to date as well. Um, but I will say yeah, and also a lot of people will choose a lower, so a lot of people I find, especially in the market, will choose an asset that may be yielding four or 5% if it's got a long standing tenant, a long lease, um, and maybe a, a big brand like a office works, a, a bank, um, oh, those sacri types sacrifice. Of yeah. yeah. So, All um, right. So a couple of comments I've got here. I've got uh, Inner West Property. Morning, gents. How are you, legend? Uh, Edgar Reese, g'day, buddy. Um, I've got, uh, it's Chad Cohen, becoming a pro real estate agent with you guys daily. Uh, and I'm no agent. Thanks. Glad, glad we can help. Um, Where are you getting those comments and, from? Are they on your Anita, I'm on Insta. I'm on Insta. Oh, I can't um, see Hannah, uh, the real Paul Anthony. Check with the real Paul Anthony out. I was, I was, I was, I was looking him up yesterday. Eleven thousand followers wow. with only hundred, with only one hundred twenty nine posts. The real Paul Anthony. He's an influencer technically. If you're yeah. over ten thousand, nice. Good, good, good to see you, uh, Paul. And uh, Paul's a great supporter, uh, and thank you. Um, and uh, and that's it on my end on, on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Instagram. How can that come up on mine? Must just be on yours. Yeah, it's an iPhone 11. It's a much better phone. Oh shit! Alrighty. So we're talking. That's yield. Thank you for everyone watching in. Amal, I'm glad you you loved it as well. We're here to yield, help. Yield, 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 yield. Oh, Amal, uh, we were a big hit yesterday with Amal. So, um, with DocuSign. So she, we had, we did it, we did a thing on DocuSign yesterday, which uh, Amal called me in the afternoon and uh, messaged Lisa at ten o'clock last night, saying, "Fucking love it." Yeah. So glad, glad that we could help. Actually, feel really glad that we can help to get that um, sort of support and feedback. Really means a lot. So. Yeah. Um, also, you podcast with Amal uh, on Thursday. Give us a little 30-second brief because I know I went for 40 minutes. They had to beat my one. I thought I had the longest one with Amal last time. It was like 30, but you guys smashed it. So give us a quick 30-second. What did you talk oh, look, about? In, to sum up that, uh, we had so much to talk about. And um, these guys, um, Amal is on – you'll see her um, on on our Facebook gown. I don't think she's on Insta at the moment. But um, – uh, her and her husband have a wonderful business.
uh, in the northwest, which covers um, as far as Kellyville and 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 all, and all great areas around there. And um, we were comparing um, um, property prices, which is what real estate agents do when they get together. And I was absolutely blown away um, to to hear of of the success that that north part of northwestern part of Sydney has actually had with capital growth. Um, plenty of happy people living there. Um, massive community. It, it seems like there's a it's um, quite a diverse part of Sydney with lots of different types of communities there. Um, but mate, you know, I, I yeah, we just talked about that a lot. Talked about technology a lot and where it's going. But um, keep an eye out on that. I think Amal was saying yesterday it's had over eight thousand views organically. Um, so wow. it just went it just went crazy. I think just because Amal's a bit of a, a bit of a champion on social that she's got a, a, a huge following. Um, that um, I won't take much credit for it, but um, yeah, that was it. Perfect. Now that's good. I'll pop the link in here so anyone can watch it. I believe they podcast it or it's on the page. But anyway, there's lots of um, education there um, that we can all learn from each other. And what's the saying? You got to keep learning. So that's what we're doing. See you, bye, Dave. Big time. Big time. Big, big time. Big time. So capital growth tomorrow. Tune in 7.45. We've got the podcast. We're everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere. We're there. Giddy up. All right, guys. Alrighty. Hope we helped. Tune in. Bye. 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 Bye.